0: Coming up this week, Buena Park considers an extra 2% hotel tax, WonderCon may be returning to Anaheim, and Universal raises the prices again. Plus later we have a review of the barbecue menu at Rivervale Terrace, and if that's not enough, we have to break a tie on March Madness. All that coming up next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 561, for the week of March 27th, 2016. The Diz Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan a perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson. Hey! And Mary Jamalotta-Willie.
1: Hola, amigos!
0: <laughs> Happy Easter, everyone! You didn't expect that I one, did right? Not. Happy <laughs> Easter, everyone!
1: <coughs> Happy Easter!
0: All right, so <laughs> housekeeping.
1: How to throw Tom, guys?
0: Gotta, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, following up on what we talked about last week with uh, Nutsberry Farms, uh, uh, Nutsberry or uh, Blazingberry Festival. Um, I took my family this last weekend and checked it out. And also Mary Jo was there with, uh, her friend Brenda. Uh, a couple of differences that we experienced. Um, the, like the alligator was, was a little better, but you said it was, you was, you enjoyed it, Mary Jo.
1: We got it fresh. I don't know if you didn't get it fresh. Ours was fresh too. It
0: just wasn't, it's, it still to me didn't seem as seasoned as it could be. Um. The weird thing was the was the flautas, which I will talk about in a second, um, which I talk more about in a second. But the the we saw it Friday night, and they had the two flautas with what looked like was the cream cheese from the fun bun on top of them. And then we got them Saturday morning, and instead they had like a boysenberry sauce, just a plain boysenberry sauce on top of them.
1: I wonder if they ran out of the pink sauce because when we got them, the pink sauce, right. It was the pink sauce, yeah. But, but that was last or, weekend.
0: There was no sauce at all on them. Oh, so that was kind of weird.
1: Did you like it better with the sauce on um, it? I enjoyed it with the sauce, yeah. Yeah, we loved it. Kind of that was our favorite dessert. It, it, of the, it, of it, the it inspired our
0: Easter dessert this afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> we made. We made. So, what did you do? We made apple pie flautas. Ooh. So we took just a can of apple pie filling, some some flour tortillas, and fried them up. Oh, it was so good. Scoop, scoop of, van- now, scoop of vanilla ice cream, a little bit of cinnamon sugar on top,
1: and look how simple it was I to know, make, right? And it was delicious. It was delicious, yeah. It's like- now I don't think they use flour tortillas. I think they use phyllo dough. You think so? At nuts, yeah, th- those were not flour tortillas at okay. Knott's Berry Farm. It worked with flour but- tortillas, though.
0: Excuse me. It worked with flour tortillas.
1: Oh yeah, but doing it with flour tortillas is totally good. Mm-hmm. We we make our own. That would make that well. actually make them real flautas as opposed
2: to you know pseudo phocus um, as we, opposed to yeah greek flautas we we <laughs> yeah. were
0: supposed to not talk about food this week but it's not going to happen
2: it's not going to happen already
0: 3 minutes in and we're done okay,
2: okay. so i bad. made joy the baker's like chocolate italian easter chocolate chip italian easter bread with the egg baked in the middle of it and oh my god the so i heartily recommend battered. that i wish they would serve something like that at the parks Easy to make, you can do them fast. A little protein in them.
0: Um, speaking of Knott's Berry Farm, if anybody has ever used Knott's Kid Track, send me a message and tell me how it went and how it works. Kids Track. Kids what Track. What is it? Kid Track. Um, it, I saw kids with these yellow wristbands that said Kid Track on them, so I looked it up, and it's some program that they use, um, like for if kids get lost or something like that in the park. You register when you come into the park, and they give the kids a wristband. Um, so, if you ever used it, uh, send me an email, Tom at WDLBinfo.com. Let, new- Let me know how it worked for you. Let me know how it worked for you because I'm kind of curious. Okay,
2: okay. if all fails, I'll go to the park.
0: I'll get <laughs> and, it done on my kids, and, lose
2: your kid. and then I'll tell them to get lost and see what <laughs> nice.
1: happens. Nice. <laughs> Are they? Are they? Do they have RFID chips I don't in them, think or they or do. just? I think
0: they just write your cell phone number on the back of it and paste it on screen. Okay. But, um, couple reopenings. Uh, we see that um, Autopia is coming is finally reopening. Um, at least on the calendar, it shows a reopening date of yeah. April 29th. Nothing official official yet, but it looks like April 29th is the day. Um, all, I
1: remember seeing it all tinted up. What, do you know what they were doing to it, Tom?
0: re well rebranding it because Chevron dropped out and Honda's taking over. So oh, but it's, it's Chevron a, dropped a, out and paint job and all that. So also we had talked uh, a week or so ago about uh, the Pixar Play Parade being gone. Um, it looks like it's back on the schedule April. Th- um, I'm sorry, May third. So I um and I also see saw references to the um. Food and Wine Festival being part of the performance corridor, so it may be that the booths are in the way, and I think that's what we had speculated before. Is that right, that
2: makes perfect in. sense.
0: So, Pixar Play Parade is was, is on a month hiatus, starting very very soon.
2: Uh, oh, it's a good time for them to paint the flo- to do yeah, re- right. repaint, yeah. tune tune up the floats, get the electronics redone, fix the sound systems.
0: Yep. Re- re- refill all the water tanks.
2: You know, it's a great excuse of why to do it. Uh, you know, you other need to than fill just water tanks
0: with vodka, that'd be good. Um,
2: you know, I wonder how much chlorine they have to put in okay. those water tanks to keep them from building up mildew. Right. Hello to No, it's a it's an interesting question, is it not? I wonder what the maintenance fees on those are.
0: Uh hello to our friends listening live on Mixer. If you want to join us every Sunday night at seven PM Pacific Disneyland time, uh head over to Mixer.com, it's M I X L R dot com. And listen and chat with those listening live. Um, mm, especially
1: Zachary. Especially Zachary, yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Um
1: Hi Zachary. <laughs>
0: And also, don't miss the rest of the <laughs> Diz Unplugged podcast family. Every Monday, we have our Dreams Unlimited travel show. Tuesdays, you'll see a live Orlando show at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Thursdays is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. And of course, every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific is the Daily Fix. I've uh, just learned that the Daily Fix is taking. Not this week, but the following week off while most of the team is in California so celebrating Disneyland. Um, so the, week, the Daily Fix will be on hiatus for uh, five days that week. Um, any other housekeeping? I have one more, but I will reserve that for later.
1: Ooh, the, I, I took advantage of this, uh, the sale on Sumsums at the Disney oh, store. Oh,
0: good. Okay. I'm-
1: which ones, which ones are out now, Nancy? Because I know that they've been releasing new ones every so, every. They have. And, and as an FYI, if you're a Star Wars fan or a
2: Marvel fan, those are not included on that buy two, get one free sale. Aww. Um, yeah. Right now out, um, all the new Marvel ones, the Spider-Man ones, anything, I think that's, it's basically the Civil War line, although they don't say that. Um, but it's all of the Avengers um, from Civil War, including, I think, I think I saw a Spider-Man one? I could be wrong. Um, and then, of course, the Star Wars ones. Um, very soon, Episode 1 characters are going to be released. So this is the Episode 4 original series. Um, that's out right now, I believe, um, cause it's got Yoda and all those. Um, let's see what else. Um, they, I was surprised the Disney store I went into had the Tangled ones. They had Bambi. They Ooh. had, they still had the Wink series. Um, you know, where all the little characters are winking, um, they had a an interesting little set that had Mickey and Minnie and four others in like a little house. And I can't remember if there was a mini Valentine one leftover from Valentine's Day still. Um they really Oh, and all really the Zootopia's. Little...
1: All the Zootopia's. And which one? Zootopia's too? Yeah, the
2: Zootopia's are all <laughs> out. Oh my god, they have some amazingly cute Zootopia merchandise. I really want that t-shirt with the naked new on it.
0: Whoa! There's
2: our clean rating. <laughs> have you seen Zootopia?
0: No, I
1: have not. I oh seen my god, the Naked New is so awesome! La 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 la
0: alright.
1: Um, and just a reminder that Zootopia characters are at Disney's California yes, Disney Adventure right? Yes,
0: they are! Real quick, going back to knots. um, I picked up my, and I think Major has one as well, I picked up my annual, my season pass for, um, Nutsberry Farm—it's a great deal at only eighty-seven dollars right now. That's mm-hmm. basically two visits. Um, if you use it for any discounts or anything like that, um, here's a bit of advice: when you buy online, it gives you the option to upload your your uh, a photo of yourself. Um, if your first visit is during the weekend, upload that photo of yourself because the line at the park to process your your pass. Is horrendous. Um, if you upload your photo at on online at, at home, you can go just straight to the straight to the turnstiles.
2: Yay! Uh, That's a good piece of business to know.
0: The eighty-seven dollar does uh, only includes um, spray Farm itself. It does not include parking. Uh, it does include um, some d- discounts on merchandise and food, like ten percent discount on. Uh, Food and merchandise. You can also upgrade to a two-park pass, which includes um, uh, the the, the Soak City. City. um, That's the gold pass. The gold pass. I'm trying to look at the the prices now. Um, And so that one is doing math, times six. Not $23. What the heck? Uh, That was plus six. (laughs) Not times six. I was going to say Uh, like 105 Um, and the, the platinum pass is 204. That includes parking, but it also includes every other Cedar fair uh, park in the, in the company Um, and, uh, and bumps up your food merchandise uh, discount to 20%.
1: Now, if you do get the uh, regular season pass and you want to get the, yeah, and that's $60 to add parking. So, yeah
0: because my friend just got it so, so for 87 plus six you can get parking because I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't pay the extra just for for Soak City so so I didn't go all the way up to the 204 pass um, this is from mr. Bowling connecting with Walt returns April 1st um, Michael and yeah, Michael and Craig trick you with an April fool fact or fiction. Oh, that'll be fun. Epcot's new Frozen Ever After attraction. Was it Walt's idea? Oh, sorry. Epcot's... See, I totally blew it. Epcot's... <laughs> he wrote this for me, and I just blew it. <laughs> Frozen Ever After was Walt's idea. Or was it? <laughs> uh, so they'll, they'll discuss that. Plus they have a new series called uh, entitled Disney Neverland. So again, that will come out um, April 1st and all Fridays in April. Any other housekeeping?
1: Just that I was at the parks yesterday for um Holy Saturday. Okay. Met up with a couple of our listeners, awesome. Dan and Angie, Dan and James. Yes, it was really nice. <clears throat> it was fun meeting up with them. We all uh, shared a snack and chit-chatted and stuff. And the park, I thought, was kind of busy, but not outrageously busy. I thought it'd be a lot more busy than it was, so that was nice. I didn't make it over to California Adventure, but Kelly, my daughter did with her friends because it was the last weekend for, um, the Mad Tea Party. So they, they partied hard. From, from, from what I hear. Yeah. So they enjoyed that. And it was, it was gorgeous yesterday. This, oh my gosh, the weather was perfect. Um, and that's it. There's, I also got pictures of construction. I periscoped the construction from the top of the, the making friends parking structure but then i went to hungry bear hungry bear restaurant where you could see the construction through the camouflage right. that they have there and then i went over to the big thunder mountain railroad trail that's closed off and i peeked <laughs> i was putting <laughs> my camera up to between the slats of the fence and i took some pictures Saw postals on the disboards okay, cool. but um yeah so it's be, beyond the fence it's just dirt now they've totally they. Have you seen it? No, i
0: have them pictured
1: over there. <clears throat> yeah, the the it looks like they already got the concrete out of the river. It's just dirt. Mm-hmm. They've started um looks like trees were chopped up chopped down at the end of the island. We saw trees in the in the river the the rail from the railroad at the top, the iron has been pulled up. So they're moving right along. Yep, they got a lot of construction to do. Uh-huh. Well, they're not they're not wasting any time.
0: Alright, are we ready to move on to news? Yes, okay, good. Alright, so <laughs> uh, See? Uh, an extra 2% may soon be tacked onto the price of a hotel room in Buena Park with the Ooh. money going toward promoting tourism in town. Uh, Forecast to generate $915,000 annually, the money would go to the Buena Park Tourism Marketing District which would be tasked with marketing the city's hotels, said Sarah Copping, director of the city department, visit Buena Park. The city would collect the extra fee and then turn the money over to the district and the hotel operators would make all the decisions on how the money is spent. Uh, fifth, they, they surveyed all of the t- city's 21 hotels and 15 were in favor of the tourism, tourism marketing district. Um... Uh, the city council voted to move forward last week, but final approval wouldn't be until May, when after after the business owners have a chance to weigh in into upcoming public meetings. And the once approved, it's going to move fast because they said that the they could start charging the fee as early as June. Uh, Councilman Steve Barry says, "I don't pref- I do not prefer to raise taxes. However, in this case, we do get to use the money to invest." in Buena Park. Um, Mayor Fred Smith voiced concerns. The last thing I want to do is put something on the tourists that is going to burden the cost and prevent them from coming here. Um, the district would be in place for a minimum of five years and then the council would have the option to approve it for another 10 years. So, I mean, this is, this is usual for, for resort districts. Um, at least seven uh, so they say at least seven other orange county cities have the districts and and uh impose the tax usually two to three percent so you know, if it can be used to improve the district around there maybe improve some of the i don't know, the maybe some of the area hotels or encourage some of the area hotels to upgrade and um maybe bring in some some nicer hotels would be nice in that area. Look, they're building a, um, what the heck is that big one that's coming in, Mary Jo? Is it a Hilton? You know which one I'm talking about? I have, about? there are so many coming in. I'm talking about by, by um, Farm. I don't know. That, there's, there's a big one I, I'd have to look it up. So, in, interesting that, you know, Buena Park is still trying to up the game, which is kind of cool. Um, organizers slipped in a surprise into the program for this weekend's WonderCon in Los Angeles. The annual comic book, science fiction, and pop culture convention appears to be coming back to Anaheim next year. Um, an advertisement in one of the event's pamphlets announced that WonderCon will be back at the Anaheim Convention Center March t- 31st, April 2nd, 2017.
1: It's funny you mentioned that because I was listening to, um, our, one of our local radio stations and they were down there at WonderCon this year. And they said that the venue being that it's so much bigger than the one here in Anaheim, it seemed kind of empty. Ah. And I don't know if it's just because people didn't want to go all the the way. Was it in San Diego this year? Oh, oh, yeah, it was in Los Angeles. Um, yeah, they just said it seemed emptier this, this year. So maybe that's not the right venue for WonderCon and they're coming back to, um, someplace that's a better fit for the, for this convention. Right.
0: Um, officials haven't commented on it, uh, either Comic-Con or uh, Anaheim officials. Um, last, this year, um, Comic-Con officials said the scheduling conflicts prompted the temporary move to Los Angeles. Uh, WonderCon attracts more than 60,000 people. Um, it started in Oakland in 1987 and is uh, smaller than Comic-Con, that attracts 100,000 people. so Not much smaller, actually, but yeah. So that'll be good to get more, because we need more tourists in Anaheim. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and finally, last week, Universal Studios Hollywood raised its base one-day ticket price by $20. They didn't do it earlier, but now they're doing it uh, from 95 to $115 for a, if you walk up to the gate and purchase a ticket, why would you do that? Uh, If purchased online, you can save at least $10 all the way up to $25. So make sure you do that. We also alluded last week to the new annual pass that was announced uh, a week before that. Do you have the details on that, Nancy? It's I do. It's a million dollars.
2: Actually, it's normally five ninety nine, but online it can be bought right now for five eighty nine. Okay. It is called the Platinum Annual Pass. Mm. It is any date. Um this is the only one that covers all three hundred sixty five days a year, so no blackouts. Um, all Saturdays, your discount on In Food. In park food, beverage, and merchandise is 15%. It includes general parking, entry until 5 p.m., priority boarding at the studio tour, and free Halloween horror night ticket, valid only on select nights. Those are something Thursday. none of the other passes have. So you save ten dollars when you buy online, which is why it's five eighty nine instead of five ninety-nine. Um with it, you also like the other um, like the other main passes. You get invitations to special annual pass events. It includes the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, discounts on general admission for friends and family, sweepstakes opportunities, discounted Halloween Horror Nights tickets, and ten to twenty percent discounts at participating CityWalk
0: locations. And yeah, uh, that's a lot of money for one park. Yeah. So. All right. Thank you, Nancy. That is the news. It is time for March Madness. 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 Time. Somebody, Tony. Tony, somebody, Tony will be back. All right. I know, right? He starts. He he lights the fire and then runs. And then he runs. Where is he? Yeah, I, he's he's spending time with his son this weekend. So. Oh, good. Him, yeah. Good reason. Uh, yeah, we'll let him slide this time. All right. So, if you want to follow along. Pull up. Uh, go ahead to tinyurl.com/dizmarchmadness2016. Uh, for those of you listening live, uh, the same thing applies: <laughs> tinyurl.com/dizmarchmadness2016. You should have the. It should have the link like bookmarked from last week if you were listening live. Um, here's a link. Let's see. Try that one. Okay. Uh, We will start over in the resorts bracket, where number one, World of Disney, destroyed number eight, D Street, 89 to 11. Again, these are percentages, so 89% to 11%.
2: Of course, because everybody goes.
0: Um, They will take on number four, Build-A-Bear, who took out number five, Ride Makers, Another obvious. Sixty-nine percent, thirty-one. To me, it was so, obvious. Yeah. So it'll be World of Disney versus is Build Bear, heading to the next next section. Um, number one, uh, number eleven, Wonderground Gallery. Again, Tony's rankings beat number three. Tony's rankings, Marceline's Confectionary, <laughs> fifty-five to forty-five. So that was a close one.
1: Which one beat be Wonderground?
0: Beat Marceline's Confectionery. That was close. I forgot which one I wore.
2: You know, that was a that was a hard one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so they will go against number seven, Disney Vault Twenty Eight, who yes, a surprise winner over number two, the Lego Store, fifty nine percent to forty one percent. I can see that. So in the 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 that bracket, the final four are, uh, let's see, World of Disney versus. Build a Bear and Wonderground Gallery versus Disney Vault 28. That should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so heading over to the Main Street bracket. Of course, number one, Emporium crushed Pooh Corner, 83 to 17%. <laughs> and we'll head across the street to play number four, Disney Showcase, who beat number five, Disney Clothiers, 58% to 42%. So, Emporium versus Disney Showcase, that one. Yeah, no interesting. Yep. Um, number three, Candy Palace, beat the number six Mad Hatter that lives on Main Street, sixty-one percent to thirty-nine percent. I am not surprised. Nope. I thought that one either. as being a tough.
1: Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. But the, Candy Palace does make those homemade
0: candies, you know. Yeah. So... Uh, they will eventually take yeah. on number two, Disney and this was a this was a tough one here, Disney Anna. Knocked out number seven, Main Street Magic Shop. Ooh, not as tough as I thought. 62% to 38%. M- Michael will be sad. Yeah. So candy- it did can- hang in there for a long time. So Candy Palaces versus Disney Anna Shop. Again, Main Street.
1: No, Michael, I think he likes the Disney Anna over the
0: Magic yeah. Shop. Well, I know,
1: but he was, was rooting tough- for the little underdog, yeah.
0: too. Okay. So in the Main Street bracket, it will be Emporium versus Disney Showcase. And Candy Palace versus the Disney Anna Shop. All right, okay. so let's head over to the lands bracket. In the lands bracket, Star Wars, Beast Pirates. Uh, number one, Star Trader, blasted number eight, pieces of eight, 59% to 41%. They, they really do have more decent stuff in this there a actually. This one's interesting. They will play against number 13, La masquerade d'Orlins, who upset number yes. five, Little Green Spore Command, 54%, 54% to 46%.
2: You got a nightmare before Christmas? <laughs> oh, wait, no. no this is the Sorry. That's, shop. No, that's oh, the wrong one. wrong one, wrong one, wrong one, wrong one. It's the pan, Pandora Shop.
0: The Pandora Shop. Okay, well, oh. duh. All right, so the number three, the other Mad Hatter, fared a little better than its Across the Park Cousins. Uh, besting number six, Westward Hogue Trading Company, that's a pin Shop, 55-45%. to And they will play number two, Pioneer Mercantile, the 47% 43% winner over fairy tale north 7 fairy tale treasures. Uh, I think I called that one. So again, uh, Star Trader versus La Masquerade Orleans, and Mad Hatter of Fantasyland versus Pioneer Mercantile.
2: That'll be an interesting be, one. Number 2. Yeah. We know Star, Wars, Star Traders is are yeah. is going to take it.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's head over to the DCA bracket finally. Um, mm-hmm. Elias and Company, of course, knocked out its number 8 neighbor Big Top Toys, 83% to 17%. This one's going to be interesting, though. They will play number 5, Off the Page. will be number 4, Trolley Treats, 75 to 25%. Uh, don't make me choose. I'm not going to vote on this one. So Elias versus Off the Page. Mm.
2: Everything you want under one roof versus all your collectibles. All your
0: collectibles. Okay.
2: Um, I know what I'm going to okay, vote so for. We're
0: skipping the next one and going to... The uh, Ramones House of Body Art. Uh, okay. Edged. Let's see. Uh, number. B- 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 what is it? number seven, Ramones House of Body Art Edged out number two, Los Feliz Five Sides. 56 to 44. So that's good. Wow. All right. We have a tie. We happen. have a tie, ladies. We get to break a tie. Oh. Do not vote yet. Do not vote yet. Uh, Oswald's versus Russian River Outfitters. Go around the table and say something nice about both. Start with Mary Jo because she can always say something nice. Oswald's <laughs> Filling shop. Os- Oswald's filling uh, station versus Russian Mirror Outfitters.
1: Say something nice about yeah. both of them? Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, Oswald's don't, don't is nice as nice as your, the don't first... Give away
0: your, don't give away your choice.
1: Okay. Oswald's as nice as the first shop that you come into and you can get things that you need when you're there. Plus, it's got a unique look to it. And... Russian Outfitters, um, that one has some cool things that are unique to the Grizzly Peak area, as well as clothing that you might need if you get
0: wet on the ride. Uh, so you're listening live in Mixler. Give us what you think we should vote for. Um, see, if we okay. can see if we can be swayed, Nancy.
2: My comments on Oswald. Oswald's, you can get a lot of very unique Oswald merchandise,
0: which is cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Plus, you can take the picture with the car. Which is very cool too, you know, because yep. it's a little gas station sort of thing. Russian River Outfits Outfitters is a cool store because, for one thing, it lists all of the California peak. If you turn around and look at the wall above the doors, you see all of the California peaks and where Grizzly Peak fits in in the heights with all of the major California mou- um, mountains which is kind of cool and they've got the decor there just can't be beat i mean the decor there is super fun they've got all kinds of really cool um custom signage about all the outdoors things i've always wanted to do a blog focusing on that and i think i've gone in there and taken pictures for it like about five or seven times um and they do have some fun merchandise and some basics and some stuff you can wear if you're wet
0: uh, okay, so I will say that Oswald is some great Oswald merchandise. Plus, if you go inside, you can listen. They have a old-time oh, yeah. radio program that plays that was recorded just for that shop. Uh, Russian River Outfitters, again, like Nancy was saying, the signage there is, there is super cool. You also can get some um, merchandise that you can't get anywhere else related to um, like national parks and things like that.
2: Mm-hmm. I like the postcards, the original National Park's postcards that line underneath on the counters by the by cash wraps. Mm-hmm. Those yep. are super fun.
0: All right. Should we vote? Yeah, let's okay. vote. Mary Jo. <clears throat> outfitters. Nancy. Outfitters. I don't need to vote. Okay, cool. <laughs> what well, would you have voted Probably for? Probably Outfitters. Yeah. Okay, so... And Rush, in the
2: chat room... <laughs>
0: they say I was <laughs> Sorry, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Okay.
2: Well, it'll be interesting then, you know, with their opinions being Oswald's and ours being Russian River's, I think it'll be really, really fun um, for to see who actually wins. Because obviously
0: yeah. we have a dissension. Alright, so Russian River Outfitters will take on number seven, Ramon's House of the Body Art. And again, in the other the other part of it, uh, let's see, what did we say? Elias and Company versus Off the Page. So those are your Sweet Sixteen.
1: Yay! No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sway anybody about how much I like off the page, <laughs> and I think it's a fantastic <laughs> it shot. Work
0: for something silver, did it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but that was a good reason. Off the page, I think has a, a fighting chance. Um,
0: again, voting will continue. Will go up tonight, Sunday, and continue through noon next Sunday. Uh, so get your vote in. You can vote once. You can only vote once, but you can also share the. Share the, um, the poll and get other people <laughs> to vote your way <laughs> yeah
1: that would be really helpful get people to vote
0: all right uh
1: thank you to allison who's
2: the, apparently the only one notice uh, that noticed something large thunked in my uh, in my microphone apparently my phone like fell off my lap and hit the ground <laughs> i am fine oh
0: good okay i'm glad you're
2: fine. <laughs> i did not fall off the fall off the chair at the mere mention of mary Jo and something yeah. silver
0: Uh, all right time for rapid fire let's start with major
1: well for the california adventures food and wine festival we're going to be having some artists that'll be coming to off the page in Hollywoodland from 2 to 5 p.m so
0: vote for off the april (laughs)
1: second. you heard it from tom so you guys got to listen to him april second or third you're going to have Brittany brault daniel killen and jared maruyama with their art April 9th to 10th is our friend Maruyama Dave Aven- with a- Maruyama. With a, a, a <laughs> Spanish, Spanish accent, accent yes. Accent. That's how, I believe that's how you would pronounce it in, in Japanese okay, also. Okay, alright. But I'll pronounce it so you guys understand Maruyama. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. After- <laughs> April 9th and 10th is our friend Dave Avancino, uh, with his special art. April 16th through 17th, we have David Bird, Stephen Cargyle, Patty, excuse me, Mike and Patty Peraza, Mar- and Mike also has really cool art. And Kurt Steinruck, April thirtieth through May first, we have Steve Adams, Jeremy Fulton, Brian Kessinger, Noah, who's another mm-hmm. famous yeah. artist, Mark Page, and Javier Soto, and they're going to be all at um, Off the Page. In addition, there's going to be some special performance artists that are including the Craig Frazier, Disney Fine Art. Artists, Trevor Carlton, Stephen Fishwick, and James C. Mulligan. They'll be appearing on the lifestyle stage in Hollywood land. And you'll see them as they, um, create their magic before your very eyes. So they'll also be signing their artwork at off the page following their performances. Very cool. Mm hmm. Um, somebody in the, well, I think we'll have a, a link in the show notes, right? To that has the, the details. Yeah, um,
0: we have a huge, okay. uh, um, food wine page that has the details, of the schedule.
1: Okay. Yay. It's coming up. I'm so excited. Uh, people
0: in, in Mixler are asking about the March Madness poll. That's going to be on our Facebook page, our Dis Unplugged Disneyland Edition Facebook page. Um, you can find that at disunplug.com. Um, or I think it's Facebook.com slash Disunplug DL.
1: <laughs> well, if they go to Facebook and they type in oh, Disunplug in the search.
0: It's, 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 yeah. yeah. It's the Disneyland Edition Facebook page has the poll on it. All mm-hmm. right. I will go next. Um, Rapid fire. so with the green square. Yes, exactly. Um, Magic weekends at SeaWorld San Diego. See if they can magically make guests appear. Uh, beginning April second, <laughs> SeaWorld celebrates Magic That's Weekends, not nice. featuring free shows from some of the world's greatest illusionists, or at least the ones they can afford. Um, you recognize, actually, recognize some of these names from. Like the, the hotels in Vegas, the shows in Vegas and some stuff like that. So, April 2nd and 3rd, Steve Wyrick, who I've heard of before. Um, April 9th and 10th, Michael Grasso, who apparently was on America's Got Talent. Uh, April 16th and 17th, David Thomas. April 23rd and 24th, Rick Thomas. Not sure if they're related. I've, I think I've seen Rick Thomas too. Not actually, but I've seen his billboards and stuff in Vegas. And then finally, April 30th and uh, May 1st, Michael Turco. So some free magic shows at Fun. SeaWorld San Diego, making the orcas disappear. Um, oh my God! What? It had to be said. All right, Nancy. Ouch.
2: Okay. Through,
1: through attrition, yes, maybe. It. Well, <laughs>
2: my, my rapid fire is purely because... Easter is related, and Rob Klecky hates it when we talk food.
0: So this <laughs> one's for you, Rob. So, the, so you throwing away, throwing out the Easter and uh, and because dar- related and be- rapid fire okay.
2: And because dark chocolate belongs on an Easter menu, uh, um, huh. yes, dark chocolate raspberry gourmet treats return to the Disneyland Resort. Whoop whoop. Whoop, whoop. Okay. So enough of that. Um, <laughs> yes, Rob. Love me now. These are actually super cute because they're using, um, pink white chocolate, um, for yes. the, for the coloring in it. Um, so they are having apples covered in caramel, enrobed in dark chocolate, and then drizzled with white chocolate and raspberry infused white chocolate. And then, then, on top of it, the bottom third of the apple is rolled in white chocolate chips, semi-sweet cho- chips, and roasted almonds. Can we say mm-mm? mm-hmm. mm <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, they're doing yet again the tradition of uh, the they're expanding on their tradition, new tradition, I should say, of making matching barks. So they recommend trying the dark chocolate raspberry bark, which is pretty much the same, and it's got the little almonds sprinkled on top. And then they have, they are, are, are doing new flavors of fudge. So, um, try some new flavors. Very cool. They're they're featuring chocolate on this month's Disney blog, but but yes. So the, and of course well, you can always find these this information if you don't pay attention the Disney park blog. You can also find this information on the same page that Mary Jo gets the art information, which is actually the Disney pin trading page, which is very weird that they have all their pin trading and all the the it's, it's, new it's, Candy it's, it's Kitchen all the, stuff. You can buy, all the, all the yeah. On that page. Well not necessarily it's mostly art collectibles and
1: i always pay attention like when i go over there yes. now nancy because you always talk about how each month they have a different candy apple so i, I always mm-hmm. go in and look to see what the latest candy apple is so this is going to be a really nice treat
2: yeah i i like getting the apple of the month and bringing it home yeah it's been a while but we'll get to the back to the park soon now that all of our family, kid, school-oriented things seem to be done for a while. It's finally time Yay. that we can have fun. And now that Easter's over, we can finally maybe have fun on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I kidding, man? There's going to be the yard to clean up after all this.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, speaking of food, of course, uh, California Venture Food and Wine starts next Friday. Keep an eye on the biz for coverage of that. Alright, anything else, ladies? Again, hope everyone had a happy Easter and has a great week. Uh, For those of you listening live, of course, we'll have the Riverville Terrace review for you. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.